Welcome to Your Divine Glow Podcast, the place where we illuminate your path to personal growth and spiritual development. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual life coach and your divine glow coach, and I'm excited to have you join us today. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, empowering others to renew their mindset, elevate their confidence, and fearlessly pursue their dreams. Each episode will dive deep into the realms of personal growth and spiritual development, providing you with practical tools, inspiring stories, and powerful insights to support your journey. My goal is to help you rediscover your true self and to live a life that truly radiates your divine glow. Thank you for tuning in and being part of this sacred space. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Your Divine Glow Podcast. It's your girl, Ashley, and we have another special guest in the building. My guest is a seasoned digital marketing expert with seven years of experience and has a lifelong love for music. For established musicians seeking to advance their careers, he offers powerful fan base building tips to start monetizing their music. With a mission to simplify the paths of financial freedom for musicians, he provides tools and strategies for success. Whether one aims to leave a nine to five job or generate extra income from their music, please welcome Kareem Guy, AKA Keys to the space. What's up Keys? What up, what up, what up? Can you start using the soundboard yet in here for the special effects? No, see, that's when we get our producer, Uh, engineer person, but all good. good. There we got. Uh, I love the the, the improv. Uh, Great introduction. I appreciate you having me here. Yes, thank you for coming. It's been long overdue. People don't even really know that you are a gem, and I feel like I want to get to get you on this platform for you to shine yeah. bro like you it's time for yeah. you to come out here and be like yo i'm keys and which one is <laughs> on like people you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna just get into it because i want people to know first how we met because you're, right. you're a good friend of mine and um we know each other from college so it's right. interesting how life comes back around and you know we connect later on in life and just doing simple things some well similar things um just by coaching so essentially yeah. you're a business coach correct correct and i definitely admire your drive your ambition like your determination and just to see and hear about your journey behind coaching and this where you are now mm-hmm. amazing like the work that you put in just to to get to where you are is absolutely amazing and i want other people to know mostly entrepreneurs creatives and even artists that you are working with to know that Mm -hmm. hey you got to put in that hard work to to really get to to that goal to that that pinnacle right that point um and you are one of those people that have really put in the work and still are till today like i've learned so much from you so um my first question for you is how did you become keys first of all who who is this Keys? And yeah. what inspired you to birth Keys to the game? Um, so how did I become Keys? Um, I mean, I've always had a passion for music. I've always had a passion for digital marketing. Um, the two ended up getting married together around the time of like when COVID started. You know, everyone was just locked in the crib, couldn't really do too much. Um so people got creative with the things that they were doing and you know i wasn't i wasn't excluded from that group of people so um you know while i'm in the crib i'm on instagram and i was always giving information in person you know before COVID came and shut things down i was always giving people information in person about how they could improve their music strategies but nobody wanted to listen so honestly out of frustration I started to go to social media platforms and I was just saying, you know, artists need to do this, artists need to do that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Over time, I built a following of that demographic or that target audience. And uh, it just so happens that as I was saying stuff on a regular basis, I was actually getting feedback, positive feedback from it. Right. Um, And this is before the, the, the Instagram was branded as keys to the game. This is like when I was just using it personally. Um, so no brand at the time, but, you know, I was still doing my thing, 
dropping, you know, posts, stories, etc. No, no, really, no specific intent, really. Just, hey, I'm just, this is how I'm feeling today. This is what I, what's on my mind. You know, I'm going to just say it. And then people will react to it. And so as they continue to react to it, my, my audience started to grow. People started to comment more, like more, share things more. Like, oh, this guy is the truth. Sharing mm-hmm. it. Like, you should listen. Check him out. Da, da, da. So I'm like, hey, you people starting something. to show me love. Yeah, people starting mm-hmm. to show me love online. And um, I wasn't getting that type of love in person. So I said, to, to hell with y'all uh, in person. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, yo, like, I'm about to, you know, we, we over here with it now. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, how keys came about is as I started to get more intentional with the brand, I mean, I started to think about um, a lot of things, right? I used to think about logo. I think about color scheme. I used to think about like, okay, who's my target audience? I got to change my bio. Um, like what, what can I offer to these people? Like all these things started to happen at one time. And as those things began to formulate and you know, I was like, dang, you know, you got to call us something, something at some point. And, you know, I literally was just kicking it with one of my homies and, you know, we was in my car or we was in his car and I'm like, yo, like, I don't know what to call this. I don't know. I know it's got to be something good because I know it's, it's got to stick. It's got to last, it's going to last a long time mm-hmm. and I have to be able to, you know, do things with it. Right. Like, you know, play on words kind of thing. So I was coming up with some ideas. Everything that I came up with sucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he was like, yo, like like you try to help people get into the game right and i was like well yeah you know the music business we do call it a lot of people call it the game getting in the game get out the game etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and then he was like okay bet so like why don't you say you got like the keys to it and i was like Word. decent yeah. so then the first thing i did was i went to instagram to um you know see if the handle was taken on all platforms that's one of the first thing you know that was the digital marketing me kicking in right so mm-hmm. it was like, all right, like if we intend on growing a brand, well, let's see if this is available everywhere, right? On all platforms. And um, it was everywhere except Instagram. Uh, Instagram, it was spelled keys with the with keys to the game with an S. Mm. And so I'm like, dang, I'm sitting in a car. I'm like, yo, somebody on Instagram got it. They're not even doing anything with it. And then he was like, why don't you just switch the S to a Z? And I was like, okay. And, <laughs> and I did, and and it was it was um it was available, and you know yeah. it was it was history from there. Now at this point, it's right here. Shout right. out, so shout out to that. Well, shout out to your friend, okay, because he was your angel guiding you, like, uh, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Yeah, yeah, he's Drop. always there. He's always yeah. there, helping me, giving me, giving me direction, and uh, I mean, guidance in the right direction. Yeah, that's that's great. So how does it feel? How long has it been since COVID? Well, it's been now, what, four years? We're in 2024. So Damn. four years doing this, huh? Yeah, it's been a long it's been a long road. I mean, like I said, I have a passion for the music, but I also have a, a passion for the for the digital marketing piece. Like I I've always um I've I've always loved digital marketing too. I love how, like like I loved watching ads. Like I know that's like a weird thing to say. But like I watch, I love watching ads and I love how ad like watching ads that actually convert people. Like I always mm-hmm. thought that that was interesting. And I always thought that it was interesting um, seeing all the different tactics that are used by mm-hmm. advertisers to get people to convert. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you and I, we talk about email marketing all the time right. um, before I knew about digital marketing before I was, you know, as in love with it as I am now, I took all that for granted. Like I would get all these emails, you know, we all do. We all get these emails all the time from all these different companies, all these different people. And yeah. no one ever asked themselves like why no one like really cares to deep to dig deep into that. You know, you take the emails as face value, either you're interested or you're not. And that's how you move on with your life. But like yeah. for me on on the other end of it, it's a whole nother world for me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you already know I could talk about email marketing forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love to learn yeah. though. And that's the yeah. thing that um I learned from you. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have been a student and you I think you're just knowing you, right? Like your foundation is just being a student. You're like, whatever space I'm in, I wanna learn. If I, if I, I don't matter who it is, if I know I want to be one of the greats in this space, I'm going to learn from the greats. Can I make a book recommendation for that? 
Of can course. I throw a it's Go a book it. called uh, Great CEOs Are Lazy. I can't remember who the author is, but I've been listening to it on Audible. And one of the the, the hats that he talks about great CEOs need to wear um, is a learner hat. Like that learning mm-hmm. learner hat is always your default mode because the moment that you slip out of that is the moment that your your business can die. So cool. long term. So yeah, great CEOs are lazy is a really, really great book. Yeah. But yeah, oh, always man. in learner mode. Always. Yeah, I, I got to tap into that book. I feel yeah. like you recommended so many books. I have not. <laughs> Listen, I'm that jump around person. I can't. Let me chill. I heard I'm like you. 15 deep. But yeah, yeah I, I say this all the time. It's like, it's not just about business or just being in the in the classroom. You have to be a student of life. Facts. That's that's everything that you go through. You're just always learning. And that's, yeah. that's great. I, I love that you have found both of your passions, right? Music and digital marketing and just mush them together. And now you're on your true path, your true calling to help musicians and even like people that are just not even really recognizing their greatness yet. So that's beautiful. Can you share just in a personal experience where you invested in your own personal development and how it had just an impact on your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. Yeah. Since we're on the topic of email marketing, I'll like roll off with that because there's a, so there's a podcast that I listen to pretty much every day. Um, you know, they, every, so much so that I know that they drop every Tuesday and, um, I listen to it often because I want to understand how to be the best email marketer, marketer ever. Um, you know, they teach a lot of psychology driven tips on mm-hmm. how to be good at email marketing. So it's not just like you got to do email marketing and here's why. No, we're beyond that if you listen to this podcast. In this podcast, you know, we're talking about very unique and clever ways to get people to give you a desirable outcome um, that leads to income without raising a red flag in their eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I invested, when we, we got our Spotify wrapped, or I think that's what you call it. Right. Um, it like showed me like, how much of that show I was listening to and it was like 15 hours of that show and like every episode on average is like 20 to 30 minutes long um so you know like I invest a lot a lot of time in in them I've even purchased my way into their program it's like 100 bucks a month but you know what Mm -hmm. they give you on the other side of it is is absolutely it's it's crazy that they only give it to you for 100 dollars a month but you know, like I certainly invest wow. in 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 myself that way. Um, you know, listening to their podcast, being a part of their membership, and mm. and I go, I learn, and then I I apply what it is that they tell me because it's one thing to just pick yeah. up the information, but it's a whole other thing to pick it up and then actually do it, like turn yeah. it into an action plan or some type of strategy, and then commit to executing. And yeah. I've been I've been executing pretty pretty dang well. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's how I, I invest. And that's like the most recent um, investment that I can think of. Yeah, honestly, two things, right? We always well, talk about the financial investment. And yeah. the, the second thing is really just the execution, right? The action. So first, what what makes you keep investing the money? Even though like I know the economy is really shitty right now, yeah. but- it's like either you have it or you don't, but even the times that you don't have it, like I'm gonna tell you a personal story. You know what keys. But <laughs> Oh man, I already know, I already know where you're going. <laughs> but I made this pretty big investment last year. And um yeah, what didn't turn out the way that I wanted, but I was determined to learn and to learn from what you deemed one of the greats. So anything like listen. Keith, I was like, I don't know this man, but he got me. (laughs) And um, I wanted to learn. And I did learn a lot about ads. I learned, but I'm not there yet. So when I am there, you know, now I know I'm like, all right, I got all the material. But that was hefty for me. I've never made that type of investment. Um, But I just, I think it comes down to really one, believing in yourself, right? And having like, all right, I'm going to make this big, large investment. But I know I'm not, I may not get it back immediately, but I know one day I will. Yeah. It's going to turn around for me and I'm going to make it. So what do you say? Uh, like what, what comes into your mind? Like, are you really strategic when it comes to these financial investments or you just kind of like go for it? Like, fuck Honestly, 
honestly, in the beginning, like similar to your story, like in the beginning of my journey, I was buying and investing in like whatever. Like, remember, I've always had my learner hat on. So like yeah. I'm going to YouTube and like, you know, I'm listening to people on YouTube and you know, we already know how people get down on YouTube. Like they yeah. always try to get you to do something, right? right? So as soon as like something sounds good or fitting for the season that I'm in, yeah, I'm downloading it. You got a free guide? Yeah, give me, take my email address. Oh, you got a masterclass coming up? All right, yeah, I'm going to sign up. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, like books, podcasts, all that stuff, all in rotation, all at the same time type shit. So, um, where was I going with this? What was the question again? I'm sorry. It's okay. It just... the question, it's all good. No, the question was like, are you very strategic? Oh, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. your investments? Or yeah, you just... sorry. In yeah. The be- so, yeah, in the beginning, I was like all over the place. Like, you know, like I said, I was bouncing wherever the information sounded relevant. And then and then as I, it's, it's weird how it happens. As mm-hmm. I got seasoned with the information that I was learning, you know, applied it, learned my lessons, bumped my head, got back Mm -hmm. up, you know, continue to apply and learn. I began to realize what was important, what was actually important, right? Like imagine me, you know, like being in this giant pool of information going, you know, it's fluid and it's fluid and I'm going wherever. Right. Mm -hmm. But as I got more focused about what my goals were, what I was looking to do and how I was looking to do it, I spent mm-hmm. less time swimming all around the pool and then found where an area in the pool where I needed to stay. Mm-hmm. Right. So now all the information that I go after now is specifically for that area of the pool, so to speak. Got right. It. So like I'm investing less in, I don't need to learn how to set, a thousand calls in one week. I don't care about that right now. You know, yeah. that's, that's not my focus. Like if you're new to it, mm-hmm. that sounds great. Like you need to do that. Like ASAP. Why haven't you signed up yesterday? Right. Yeah. Like somebody like me, where I'm at right now, like that's cool. And mm-hmm. there might be a season, you know, later on in my, my journey where I, right, now it's important for keys to be setting up a thousand, a hundred calls a week. I wish a thousand, a hundred <laughs> calls a week. Right. Um, but right now is not that not that season. I'm, I'm much more focused. I'm much more strategic about the information that I take in. I like to tell people that I'm on a low information diet, right? Yeah. I'm on a low information diet. Shout out to Timothy Timothy Ferris Four Hour Work Week for that one. That's mm. another book. Oh, um, I have it in the collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on a low information diet, so I'm very I'm very uh, peculiar about the information I take in. So the answer yeah. to your question is, yeah, I'm very strategic now. Yeah. That- that is the best way I feel like um, just to be aware of where you are on your journey, because yeah. a lot of people are saying it's like, I don't want to say the get rich schemes, but like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like it's, you can't, yes, you're going to make the money, but it's easier to make, it's smarter to make the money in a, in a not so fast way. If I'm making sense. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, you never want to just rush to the money because just as fast as you get it is as fast as you lose it. So that's that's important to take note of. Um, My second part of the question was really just the part about execution. Uh So, yes, you retain all this information. You're a learner. But like what actually gets you going to take the action? (sighs) What I what I want out of life, (laughs) like, you know, like things don't just happen because you say I want them to happen and boom, there they are. Right. Like you actually have to do stuff. (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm sorry, you know, not sorry. Like you, you have to do stuff if you want things to happen. Right. Like it's, you know, due to snow this weekend, snow's going to go on my car. If I want to get in my car and go somewhere, guess what I got to do to go to where I got to go. I got to get outside and clean out the snow in my car. Like, you know, like, like it's that simple, you know, and there's, there's no difference between that analogy and trying to make $10,000 a month. Like uh, $10,000, trying to make $10,000 a month is going to be a lot harder than cleaning the snow off your car. I assure you that. But, but at, at, at a fundamental core, the principle remains the same, right? Like you have to, you have to do the work, right? Like, yeah, that's It, it. But it's a good analogy, though, because it's like 
we're not afraid to push that snow off the car, but we're afraid to take the actions to get to that $10,000 a month. That's crazy. But, but why? <laughs> like, <laughs> is it because, like you said, like, yeah, it's harder, but is it really? Or yeah. are we just afraid of just taking that step because we've never done it before? Like, we've, we've put the, pushed the snow off the car many a time. So we like, yeah. all right, so the very first time, were you scared to push the snow off the car? I don't know. It doesn't seem that intimidating. That's a good question, though. That's a good question. That's a valid question. <laughs> like I'm a certified snow pusher now, though. <laughs> like, we looked at the snow and was like, yeah, this is going to be tough. Like, yeah. no, it's just, get out of here. Like, yeah. I need to go. So that's the, I feel like that's a good analogy and just, I'm going to take that, too, because every time I'm faced with something, I'm like, yeah, that's just snow. Let me just put the, push the ball. I love it. Well, thank you for the analogy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I have a question about spirituality. Let's go. Because, I mean, your brand doesn't really scream spirituality, but I know that you are a spiritual guy. So how does spirituality fit in your, just your, your life, your business, and how does that incorporate into like what he's got going on? Yeah, good question. Um, so, you know, like I know, this stuff's hard. This stuff's mm-hmm. hard. Trying to be an entrepreneur is hard. Um, trying to live right now is hard, right? Like, it's hard. And if you just if you let it be hard, then it'll kick you. It'll kick you down, right? You know, you, you there's there's all different types of booby traps out there on your journey that can cause you to stay in a state of i don't know stag- stagnancy is a word i'm just gonna mm-hmm. use it so yeah please nobody hit me with a dictionary attack <laughs> i'm aware <laughs> but you know there's 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 mo- moods that you can get into that can stop you right and so i think it's important for us to have something that we can anchor ourselves to right something that, that that's going to be there even when our batteries run low right like how many times has your battery ran low on this journey actually uh too many to count you see what i'm saying and like like you have to have something something to turn to something to guide you to give you guidelines and principles in life um to set you straight whenever moments moments there's moments that you're in need and even in and even not just when you're in need right like you know if you're an avid bible reader you know, there's plenty of and inside the Bible, there's plenty of like, you know, I'm using the Bible app, so I'm reading a lot of devotional mm-hmm. plans. I'm on a lot of devotional plans right now. And mm-hmm. when I when I downloaded the app and I looked at it, I was like, yo, they got something for everything. Are you feeling yeah. like you're anxious? You know, they got you. You feeling a little depressed? They got you. You know, yeah. they know the time of the year is coming up and seasonal depression is a thing. They push in a devotional plan for that. So it's like. You know, they've got, it's every, it's a one-stop shop, right? The Bible's a Mm -hmm. one-stop shop, especially if you have the app, you know, if you don't have it, download it. Um, Right, right. But yeah, I mean, you got to have something to anchor yourself to when times, times, times get rough, or you just need some type of inspiration that, you know, you're just not going to get from, from day-to-day life. The word is really just, it's the guide to life. Like, that's all you need. That's, if you want to read a book that is the one and only book like that you read on your your shelf um and to your point of just them having all the devotionals like literally um the other week i was reading a devotional about keys to building a business like knowing to build can you share that with me yeah of course because i got one Um, that i'm on right now that's about finances me too listen i was like (laughs) we need that but the thing about it is like yeah the bible talks about they give us literally the keys on how to build a business in the Bible. So I was just like, "Yeah, why wasn't I looking at looking here first? <laughs> like, yo, okay. word. Like, I didn't want to say that, but like, you know, like facts though, facts Come though. On. But when you get there, you there, you know. Yeah, it's but it's so it's so good. I, I feel like just even just me knowing that information now and just applying it to my life and my business, it just makes yeah. more sense. Um, and just. Um, I would say this is letting God lead, right? And right. because we like 
I always, I'm always going to go back to this investment that I made because I didn't really, in that moment, didn't confide in God at that moment. I confided in self and was like, so this sounds good. And now I'm in some shit. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, we're, that's always what happens. You know, that's just a learning lesson. Like, and that's okay. Now, at the end of the day, money, right? We look at money as ours, but money is really his. Like, he's going to tell us how to flip it, where to put it, should we give it away? Like, at the end of the day, we, it's always going to circulate as it should. We can't harbor it and, like, be selfish. So, that, that is a big lesson in itself. Mm. It's like, because I know I'm going to go into money, and this is a good segue, because a lot of the times we feel like we can't do the things that we want to do where it comes to like personal growth or spiritual growth because we're so confined right we don't have those types of um resources so what are some resources that you've used in the past or even now like besides the bible app youtube like is there any other practices or habits that you recommend for the holistic growth um yeah um getting around like-minded people. So like finding like groups, right? Like I find Mm -hmm. that that has always helped me, like even when it comes to all of the different programs and stuff that I've rolled out for musicians, I always make Mm -hmm. sure to include a group that has for them to be around like-minded individuals. So any group where that you can find, where you can be around people that are seeing things the way that that you do that have the same, same interest as you do that want to have a closer relationship to God that you do is, is where you want to be. And, you know, whether that be on church at church online, whatever the case may be, mm. it's just good to be surrounded by people who have similar views as you, because you, you, you feed each other, right? Like I, I heard this old, like uh, saying, uh, if you hang around five idiots, you'll be the sixth, Right. Mm. But like, if you hang around five winners, then you'll be the next. Right. So, you know, ever, ever since I heard that, it really, um, it really ingrained how important it is to be around people who share similar, similar views as you, especially on, um, on, on a spiritual journey. How would you describe your circle right now? Um, it's getting better. It's getting better. I've spent a lot of time at not like intentionally weeding people out. You know, there's a, there's a certain point in life where you realize where you're going. And you have to think about what you want out of life. And then you have to think about the people that are around you. And it's, it's, it's nothing personal. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, here's where I'm going. Um, Here's, here's what I need to get to where I need to get to. And, you know, I'm just looking to be around people that, that fit that. Um, But as of the past four years, especially since I started this business, because business will really show you who you're really supposed to be around. Um, you know, so as, as of, as of the past four years, yeah, I clean house. Um, (laughs) my circle is, it's not even a circle. It's like a dot right now, but you know, it's cool. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. Definitely want to understand the musicians that you work with, right? We're talking about entrepreneurs, but how many of them feel like they're very committed to investing in themselves? (sighs) Not many. Um, they, what I've noticed is a trend. Um, I noticed that like at first before you introduce, when you're only talking about the results, yeah, this sounds like they're very willing and ready to invest in themselves. When you're talking about like what, what they stand to gain by doing X, Y, and Z. But I've noticed that once you actually get into the, the, out of the planning phase, and it's time for execution, that's where the execution, like, falls off big time. Mm. Yeah, like, it it falls off big time. So it's like, they seem like they really want to invest, or most of them, let me not just generalize all of them, but most yeah. of them seem like seem like they, they're ready to go all in and make a, a large commitment to this, but then all of a sudden, the opposite. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, what yeah. happened? Where was that same energy? Yeah, the- my thing is the the deep dive of maybe even holding those conversations where it's like what's going on? Like have you done that? 
No, I I mean, for the people that I think are really have a lot of potential, I might overextend myself and, you know, have that conversation. But for the most part, it's not something that I baked into any of my programs. But with a mentor that I have, you know, he mm-hmm. and I had a similar conversation like this. And he did talk about, um, you know, how in his program he intends on having a section and um, an occasional uh, virtual meetup with people where this was the topic of focus because yeah. it's 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 this is important right like as as coaches right people who literally own digital platforms we can see your progress you know like we can see the numbers we can see the statistics like you can't fake me right. out and tell me that you took my whole course um because i can see that you did it right mm-hmm. so like and then if i see a trend that a bunch of people aren't that I'm wondering, like, what's going on right now? And so, yes. you know, what we had determined, my coach and I, is that it's mindset, right? Like, it's it's mindset, and a lot of people fall off um, when it comes to when it comes to motivating themselves and continuing yeah. to invest in the stuff that they probably some cases they pay dollars for and they still fall off. Um, because the the thing about us, just not just musicians, right? All of us as entrepreneurs, just chasing our dreams or a purpose, we have to know that there's something bigger, right? It's not just this one step. It's not just the, this moment, like this moment right here can determine the rest of our trajectory. Like, and if I don't go for it, we're we're, like, we, we are not moving anywhere. We're saying, like you said, stagnant. We're always stagnant. And for the people that you do work with or people that want to work with you, right? Like they know they want it, but they're like, but I'm not, I don't want to, it's like, I don't want to pay the, the cost to be the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, you're going to have to pay the cost. There's always a price. And then there's nothing in life that's free. There's nothing in life that's going to, like you cannot invest in to make yourself greater. And I just want people to know that, like, listen, you're going to have to make those those decisions to get where you want to be because it's never an easy route. If it was easy, do you think we we would all be doing it? We all would be, like, out here, freedom, flexibility, making all the impact. Yeah. Come on now. Like, I I think that a lot of people, they they don't want it as bad. No, that isn't they don't want it that bad. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but yeah. actions speak louder than words for real. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's facts. I mean, cause it, uh, it couldn't mean anything other than that. Right. Like if you know, once you know that the stuff's hard and then you don't do it, then that tells me everything you need to know. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur is literally about getting the shit kicked out of you by like what you're trying to pursue. But still getting up every day with a smile on your face, um, knowing that it's gonna punch you and it's gonna punch you right in your face like three times a day. You're like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Dude. It's hard when you know that you're gonna get a beating. You know what I mean? Like it's not even like a if, it's like guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, but still being almost insane enough to be like, you know, I don't care about that. Like you know, like mm. I'm in love with what I'm in love with. I, I want what I want and, you know, I, whatever comes with it. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and in, in that you end up finding ways to not maybe like learn, you learn how to duck a punch or two, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then at some point you end up becoming, you know, a great fighter. But yeah. but in the beginning, it's gonna feel like you're getting jumped all the time. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in like, ooh, like I'm weak. But yeah, no, listen, it yeah. makes us all stronger. So it does. I I definitely just want to know too, like if people, I'm assuming too that people that you work with, they are in some way they're working a job. Yeah. And Usually. I guess their goal is to be a full-time independent artist. Yeah. So um, what are some things that you really stress to them in order to make that transition? Um, There's a few parts. Um, Branding is like a big thing, right? Knowing who your target Mm -hmm. audience is, is super important. You don't know who your target audience is, then like you're screwing up already. Like nothing's going to fall into place correctly without that piece. So there's knowing who your target audience is. 
but then there's also knowing how to attract your target audience, right? Mm -hmm. Like you need to know where they're at. If you don't know where they're at, then I mean, there you go. That's not going to work. Um, and then you need to get them into, you isolate them into your own community, right? Which is, excuse me, which is the switch, right? You want to switch these people from wherever you found them into your, your own community. Um, because now you can control communication that way, right? Yeah. Like wherever you found them, you probably can't control the communication. If it was at a concert, if it was at a conference, if it was on the street, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't really control that that communication too much because there's a lot of um, factors outside of you in those areas. So, you know, you want to ISO them. And then once you ISO them into your own community, you want to train these people to hear from you often, Right, mm. they, they need to hear from all the time. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in like, ooh, like I'm weak, but yeah, no. Listen, it yeah. makes us all stronger. So it does. I I definitely just want to know too, like if people, I'm assuming too that people that you work with, they are in some way they're working a job. Yeah, and I Usually. guess their goal is to be a full time independent artist. Yeah. So um, what are some things that you really stress to them in order to make that transition? Um, there's a few parts. Um, branding is like a big thing, right? Knowing who your target mm-hmm. audience is, is super important. If you don't know who your target audience is, then like you're screwing up already. Like nothing's going to fall into place correctly without that piece. So there's knowing who your target audience is. But then there's also knowing how to attract your target audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to know where they're at. If you don't know where they're at, then I mean, there you go. That's not going to yeah. work. Um, and then you need to get them into, you need to isolate them into your own community, right? Which is, excuse me, which is the switch, right? You want to switch these people from wherever you found them into your, your own community, Um because now you can control communication that way, right? Yeah. Like wherever you found them, you probably can't control the communication. If it was at a concert, if it was at a conference, if it was on the street, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't really control that that communication too much because there's a lot of um, factors outside of you in those areas. So, you know, you want to ISO them. And then once you ISO them into your own community, you want to train these people to hear from you often, Right. Mm. They, they need to hear from you often um, because there's a lot of noise out there and repetitive wins. Right. Yeah. Like if they can repetitively hear from you, I mean, you don't, don't say and shove the same thing to them all the time. That's the fastest way to get them to run the opposite direction. So mm-hmm. you got to be creative there. But in 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 essence, you really want to train these people to hear from you often because it's going to take a little while for them to warm up to you. Right. Like even though you had that first initial connection with them um Mm -hmm. and it may have felt great like you know that doesn't mean that you know they're ready to take your hand in marriage so to speak always say creating a relationship with your fan base is like dating right like you're not gonna you're not gonna meet somebody the first time and then uh, say marry me right like right nah they're gonna look at you like you're crazy so you gotta you gotta train these people to hear from you often you gotta spend time with them you gotta nurture that relationship before you go for any type of ask right and that ask could be yeah. you know come to my show buy a ticket to this um you know check me out I'm on this podcast right like it may seem like a little ask for you because it's only a few minutes out of people's times but people you know they protect their time right time mm-hmm. is an investment in itself right? right that's something that's spent in itself like I know some artists look at things only from a dollar's perspective but it's not just about that even if you do it still comes down to time so mm-hmm. what are we saying here right, right. like you got to spend right. time you have to spend time um you know investing in these people so that you know they feel like they're ready to do the same when you when you call upon them and yeah. and that actually I just broke down my fast method right that's right it's isn't at it for those listening that don't know what that is, because I didn't even take the time to explain it, I just jumped right into it. That is my proprietary strategy to help artists um, locate people online or in person and convert them to uh, paying paying people. So, yeah. Yeah, I just walked yeah. you guys through the FAST method for those who don't know. Yeah, and the FAST method actually can apply to more than musicians, for yeah. real, for real. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, um, you, when you 
told me the fast method, I was like, oh, I'm not really an artist, but like this can definitely be flipped yeah, into word. um me just being a coach myself, me being, I don't know, just anybody really who is looking to create their their fan base and have yeah. the, that um super fans. Is that what you call them? Super fans? Yeah, yeah, super yeah. fans for sure. So um yeah, it was really dope. And it's like, you know, the thing about the dating piece is like when you when you say that it's like it's true because it's like a lot of us suck at dating like i'm one <laughs> to say i really suck at dating but it's Word, okay me too. Right. <laughs> like i you know but it's it's a it's a learning piece again and it's like the more you do it the more you perform the task within the method it's like you can adjust and really just all right like what what's working here what's not and it's really like the same um and getting to know people but yeah. The thing about it is I feel like what makes it difficult sometimes is just the internet. Like, yeah. you know, so, well, at least for me, right? I like to be more in person. No, it's definitely it's definitely in person, too. I mean, that all the principles absolutely remain the same. Like, mm-hmm. right? Like, if I'm, if I'm executing in the F area, which is, like, find, right? Like, instead of opening my, open up my, unlocking my phone and going to Instagram or, or TikTok or Facebook or whatever the case may be, right? Like the real physical version would be like finding that conference or like, you know, finding that um, social setting or being on Eventbrite and finding what type of events are in that niche, right? Because now you know your brand, you know your target audiences, or at least you should. Otherwise, the fast method won't work. But but if you know that, you know what I mean? That could be just going on Eventbrite and finding an event to attend that best suits where your target audience would be and then all the other um all the other parts of the acronym kick in the same exact way gotcha so that's good yeah. see i never really asked you that question before no, that, no, no. i never really thought about it but <laughs> that's good know. yeah but yeah that's dope um i want to switch gears a little bit sure because um First of all, before you were into digital marketing and stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm interested in knowing like your love for music. Yeah. And just like how did that start? And I, I wanna say it <laughs> because I know you were like you had your little, you know, art and that wasn't okay, I'm not gonna call it little. Because I hate <laughs> I hate when people do that. Um, <laughs> you had big business in being, you know, do you know your own artist? Yeah. I don't know what your stage name was, but I don't think I had one. Oh no! Oh, I thought you, I thought you had one this whole time. No, I don't think I. I mean, we talk about it offline. Okay, no good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I want to know, like, did that part of your journey inspire you to be in this space now with yeah. keys to the game? Yeah, and like, in what way? Yeah. So. I, I, I've always, one thing that I'm starting to realize about myself is I've always been a lover of how you can take something simple and, and there's a bunch of complex parts behind that simple, right? Like I've always been that way. Like even outside of music, like I work in tech, if, you know, I ever get asked, well, why do you like working in tech? Well, I like how simple, how I like how complex these things are that make our lives simple. Like I like the complex part. Like you have some people who just like the simple part, Mm -hmm. right? But like, I like the complex part. So as I first started making music myself, I didn't really know like what it took to create music. I know I had Mm -hmm. like the bug in me to want to make it, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it took to create it. So like when we are at Ryder, right? Throwback moment here. When we were at Ryder, um, I like bought like some little Samsung clip on mic onto my computer and like use like some free audio recorder to record my music. And prior to that, before I even bought the Samsung, I would just have the speaker in my dorm and like I would mm-hmm. be I would play a beat in the background and like write the lyrics on my phone and then use SoundCloud to like record the beat while like using my phone I would record the beat but then I would like read the lyrics or something it's still on SoundCloud to this day too um but like that's that was how I recorded music but I was always at the end of it all I was like yo this is not what my favorite artist sounds like like their music sounds like way more polished like how do you get there like and then I got a call from one of my cousins one day and he was like yo I didn't know you rap yada 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 like we have a studio 
And, you know, fast forward, they introduced me into like the right things that you needed to actually record high quality music. And so, you know, you couple that with like the, 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 the business part, right? Like when you marry those two things together, you know, you get a very polished and professional artist, but, but it was the lead up to, um, it was the lead up on the, on the recording side where I was like, yo, like this is, there's actually a lot more that goes into this that people would have no idea about. And so like, I started to tinker around with all of those things and, you know, engineering, making beats, producing, like I started mm. to fall into all of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that's what really made me say like, okay, wow, like there's a lot that goes into this, but like, yeah, I'm still doing it. <laughs> I'm still yeah. doing it. But that's dope. You could, you see it from an artist's perspective. Though. Yes. That, that makes all the difference for you as a coach. Yeah. Um, because it seems like, right, if if someone is obviously is introduced to you today, they're like, okay, you're a business coach, but why artists? Why independent artists, you know? Yeah. And I think that's so great that, like, your journey started out as, like, yeah, you were just doing freestyles over SoundCloud or over the beat, but, like, you, you were placed in the studio to learn every inch and grain of that, yeah. that space. Numerous studios. And, yeah. It just got bigger and better. Like, I think because I was, like, providing value to those that I was around, the rooms that I got in, the studios that I got in were bigger and nicer. And I was, like, meeting a lot mm -hmm. of, like, people that were accomplished and doing things in the industry already. Like, it just, over time, it just, it just, it just grew. If anything, I, I'm sure that you're really much in your purpose, in your calling. For sure. It's just, it, does it feel, have you had a, ever had a point in time where you felt like you weren't in your purpose or calling? Um, No, nah, since 2015, um, it's all, everything's been connected. Like, even though it's not, like 2015, it was clothing for me. Like, that was, that was my thing, right? Yeah. Um, That was my jam. And then. And then after that, it was like I attempted to start my own IT business for a brief period in time. Oh, wow. Like it was it was always along those paths. I was still always looking to like teach people and help people with things. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm 31 now, but on my 20th birthday, like I, I just had like this moment of coming where I realized what my purpose really was in life and it was to teach and inspire and I think mm -hmm. that on that birth that actual birthday I was thinking like leading up to realizing what it was I was trying to figure out like like what am I really here to do and I started thinking about everything that I've been doing in the past few years starting in like starting since my the beginning of my my entrepreneurial journey in 2015 I'm like wow like along the way like you've just always been one to want to teach people and and the inspire part comes in like I've always like even if we go back with like a Facebook post from like 2014 2013 I was mm -hmm. always saying stuff or like insinuating that like I felt like my purpose here was to inspire people to pursue what they want to pursue no matter how hard it is and that has not changed yeah like yeah that for like we're going on a, almost a decade now feeling like that and it has not changed at all yeah, that's amazing. It's yeah. well, you're always going to be that. It's like in your in your blood, in your spirit. Like yeah, so it's, just, it's ingrained. Like, what they say? Yeah, it's, like, it's not only it's in me. Yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, Even, and, and that's the thing. That's how you. How, that's how God created you to be. Facts. And then no, what matter? No matter what space that you're in, yeah. you're always going to be that person. Yeah. Um, they could stick you in a McDonald's. <laughs> you going, you going to be saying? Oh, I'm gonna I, make it work. I don't, make it, I don't make it work. I'm gonna be incorporated in like six months, guaranteed. Right. <laughs> from, I'm gonna write a book from flipping burgers to CEO. My God, Look, I listen, listen. I, I'll read it. I'll get all the keys. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. What? How do you envision the future of Keys to the Game, and just yeah. the impact that you want to make within like the next couple years? Yeah. So. This this particular quarter that we're in right now of the year is just about rebooting my my um my program, Fanbase Hero University. Um, that's like one of the best things that I ever could have ever created that that's came out of everything that I've been doing for the past four years. It's literally my brainchild. 
So I'm coming back to make a lot of improvements to that. But like where I see that driving me long term is to professionally speak, right? Like to just go around to different organizations, universities, whatever, conferences, you know, because there's a lot of large conferences that are music related um, in the U.S. that take place all throughout, pretty much some of them all throughout the year. And like, you know, like I want to go to to larger, bigger stages and just, you know, spread the gospel of fan base here on university and, and the FAST method, because the FAST method is one of the guiding principles for everyone that's in fan base here on university. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that a lot of artists, they need nowadays, right? Especially when I incorporate that mindset piece into it that I know a lot of artists need desperately, yeah. right? So long-term, you know, like I just want to, just want to travel, travel and and tell people about fan base hero do the same exact thing that i'm doing right here on your show is just you know talking about what my journey is how i started um obviously the fast method and fan base hero university for those who feel like they want to keep going on this journey with me yeah oh and you and you will listen you already started you In just fact, i have you already started but i know this this year i can see more of that for you yeah and i pray that is listen i'm gonna i thought i'm gonna pray that you have all the success you 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 receive it in Thank this you. year because it's a long time coming and yeah. i feel like you know we've been like even last year you know we've been collaborating together in creative spaces and yeah like i just feel like this is this is really your this is your year for real Keith. I, like, yo, I feel the same way i feel the same way but i believe this is your year too you know Thank you've been consistent on the podcast i'm proud of you you know, you've been like I said, like before we even hit record, you even took Riverside and ran with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the, yeah. that's but that's 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 the type of activity that you know we need out here. Like, we need we need more doers, less sayers, more doers. That's how you mm-hmm. get what you want out of life by actually doing the things that you say that you're gonna do, right? right. And that doesn't happen without execution. A- Amen. Listen, yeah. accountability, man. I feel you. So- I am going to go into our segments, and our first segment is Empowerment EP. Um, So I want you to share three songs that are a source of strength and inspiration for you on your journey. What are those three songs? Oh, man. You know, I don't know off the top of my head now. I got to open up Spotify. (laughs) around here don't stop okay don't stop let me stop <laughs> you wouldn't be the first you wouldn't be the first. um i mean i'm definitely gonna have some uh what's the name in there some nipsey like okay. you know that's his brand you know what i'm saying like right. his, his brand is just all about being the best business entrepreneur and you know cutting out the middleman and we know we know his 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 beginning his beginning is um slawson right crenshaw you know, those aren't, it's not a pretty place. So, you know, he talks about being able to, to rise above, become that flower in the mud. And he gives a lot of free game inside of his, uh, his music. And I, and I love it. And I appreciate yeah. him for that. Yeah. Um, uh, but you want songs though, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so from him, Vic, uh, off the victory lap album, he's got the, uh, this very first song on the album is called Victory Lap featuring Stacey Barth, right? Okay, like, yeah. Yeah, he kicks a lot of game in that song. Um, then you got you got Rick Ross, right? Like, I know a lot of people. The biggest they might have mixed feelings about him, but listen, Rick Ross is definitely another one of those. And I'm trying to find, like, an exact song that uh, that, like, embodies why I like him so much. Ooh. He got a lot. I mean, he got, he got a lot. lot of his, yeah, his catalog is very... Yeah, he got a lot. I'm going to say Aston Martin music. Oh, that's a throwback. It is. Aston Martin. Yeah. I can't. My vocals are trash. Don't... don't I'm don't not do judging you. <laughs> um, and then... Because I like... I feel like he was one of the first people to like like name a song a car like after a car right mm. and i think the reason why he does that is because it's like like I, i'm sure he already had the car or had the ability to get the car when he named the song but mm. it's like 
I just envisioned myself being in an Aston Martin. I love Aston Martins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just envisioned myself being in an Aston Martin, like listening to mm-hmm. the fruits of your labor or like at least, you know, riding in the fruits of your labor. So yeah. like then you had a lot of artists come after that, like trying to do the same thing. But I don't know one could ever do it better than him because he started a whole record label called Maybach Music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it's just all about inspiration. You look at any interviews with him, it's all about inspiration. But yeah, my next artist um, I'm gonna go with somebody like newer. I could say Jay Z, but I don't really be listening. Actually, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. Uh, one of my favorite albums, uh, Drake. Oh gosh, nothing was the same. There's a song with him and Jay Z called Yes, yeah, Jay Z's verse. He come, you break down his verse, and he starts. You hear him start talking about, you know, like everybody made millions. Everybody came around me that made millions, and then you know he put his little diss in there. You know, beans to tell you about it if he wasn't in his feelings. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he always pumps me up. Like his verses be so beautifully crafted um, that they definitely always inspire me. Like I know anytime I listen to him, I'm gonna be inspired for sure. Yeah, he has that story, you know. Yeah. Like from the bottom to the top like yeah. and he is glorified in that way nah yeah but no those are some dope songs and some dope artists for real um we already have nipsey and actually oh, we right? have all three artists on the empowerment ep playlist right now Wait, you got a playlist yeah man i've been okay maybe i'm not doing my job as marketing <laughs> the playlist as much my what? god like, are y'all listening to the episode? <laughs> like, God, leave. Yes. What? Yeah, we have an empowerment EP playlist. So when I asked all the guests to share their three songs, all these yeah. songs do go on the playlist. Right now, I don't even know how many songs we got up on there, but it's like a good almost three hours of songs that you could listen three to. Hours. Yeah, man. So I advise you. What happened? So you've been putting in work. Three hours. Man. Average song length is. <laughs> Like three minutes, and you asking three per person, three hours. Hey. Some like it. My, yeah. Don't don't quote me, but it's pretty long. But I'll share it with you. And yeah. for those that are listening, of course, everything is in the show notes. So make sure you go check out the playlist Where? when you get a chance, and even when you just want to feel inspired, like throw this on. Like listen, Where? listen to pound cake and all that. Get it popping. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give you this space and this time. Um, we're going to go into shine a light on them. I don't have music yet. Okay. okay. Don't, 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 okay. Get, don't get on me. But listen, give a shout out, a, a time to share your gratitude for the people in your life. Um, it could be a, a person. It could be a couple people. But show them your gratitude. Um, remember I told you my circle is a dot. Um, but, but, but no, no, like you, you for sure, like you're included in that. Like, I, I appreciate you. I have so much gratitude for you even extending this platform, um, to me just to talk about what my story is and, you know, what I'm, what I'm passionate about and you know, the people out here that I'm trying to help and where I'm trying to take this. So definitely got mm-hmm. you on, on that list. My homie, of course, um, that, uh, you know, help me even figure out where I wanted to or how I wanted to to formulate formulate this this brand. Um my grandmother for sure. Mm-hmm. Um definitely like she always she's like my silent investor, low key. Mm-hmm. Um if my sisters listen to this and they hear that, they're gonna be like, wait a minute. But <laughs> she's like my silent, silent investor low-key um god of course right like having that anchor that we were talking about earlier is definitely um definitely uh important and and like i'm pretty sure there's a bunch of other people that that i'm forgetting i feel like every at this point in my life everybody plays a very specific role um so like if you're around me that means you're playing a role and Mm -hmm. you know Thank you. That's it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Keith. Yeah. I, I, um, even though, you know, you say you have a dot, like those people are so powerful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, and um, I appreciate you coming on here um, and you just teaching me 
how to just operate in this space, man. Like yeah. you, I don't take our friendship for granted. Like the the way that like, I just remember so like like yesterday, bro. Like you <laughs> hit me, you was like, listen, like I I want to do this, like. Yeah. And now it, I think it's been like two years later and we're still like in this creative space, we're still working. And just to see the growth, um, not only in myself, but like in you as well, it's just like beautiful, man. Like just to have people on this journey of just building your business or just building self in general. It's like when you, when you have people that believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself, it's just like you, you are just locked in, bro. Like, so I, I really, I really appreciate you taking the time out to, um, you know, just be here and to, and it will be here in my life, but be here on the platform as well. Happy to be here. So um, the last thing before we go, and is there any advice that you want to give the audience um, just on taking any small impactful steps towards their personal and spiritual spiritual development um and something that they could just do today after they listen um hmm, advice come up with a plan right come up with a plan um one thing that i learned this or last year i forgot where technically we're in a new year now so i'm trying to adjust um Mm -hmm. but Um, the biggest advice that I learned last year was when it comes down to like us saying what we want to do, typically the error that we make is we go super high level. Like we go straight to the high level with what, uh, with what we want to do. And what ends up happening is the steps to get to that also remain high level. And when I say high level, I mean like not broken down. Right. Like if I say I want to lose weight, like my goal this year is I want to lose weight. OK, it's a great goal, you know, but like, how are you going to do that? Like, what are the mm-hmm. steps that you're going to take to be able to do that? Right. Like, so I guess I'm really, what I'm really pushing here is the importance of setting SMART goals. Right. SMART is the acronym like S-M-A-R-T. Um, don't get me to line about what every single last one of them are. Just know that when you Google this. It's going to be what you need to actually um, lean into the goals that you're looking to accomplish. And nowadays, um, another hack is in the age of artificial intelligence. If you just have a goal and you go to some platform like ChatGPT and say, I need you to set a smart goal for me. I'm looking to do X, Y, and Z. Like ChatGPT will literally guide you into coming up with a plan. So you really don't even have to think too hard about the plan yourself nowadays. But once you actually have the plan, execute, right? Mm-hmm. Execute. If your plan is to lose weight, all right, get the plan, execute. If your if your plan is to get closer to God, all right, cool. We get the plan, execute, right? Like if your plan is to, I don't know, make some money, make more money, save money, whatever, make the plan, execute, right? Like execute. I think that's what I'm, I think that's, that's where all of this is leading to execute. Yeah. Like don't sit on, don't sit on what you what you want to do or what you feel like you can get get out of life, right? Like our days are numbered. You don't know when your ticket is gonna get called, right? Like execute, live life to the fullest. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that reminds me too. Have you watched the Cat Williams interview? No, I I I would have put it at the top of my list, and then I see someone say something about it me in three hours, and I'm like, Ugh. is it really three hours? Some like it, but you'll enjoy every minute of it. Um, but I, I only reference it because um, in the interview, he actually mentioned something like, you know, if you were living, like if today was the last day that you had yeah. to be alive, like, you know, how essentially would you live it? Like in every day, just before you go to bed, like, okay, this is it. Like, yeah. it. I'm not waking up tomorrow. Like, how would, like... And he said, you start to see your life so differently. Oh, wow. Because we always yeah. feel like we have tomorrow. Like, there's always going to be tomorrow. It's like, you know, when you talk about the losing weight part, like, oh, I got to go to the gym tomorrow. But if you you, no. you don't wake up to sleep tonight, you ain't going to make it to the gym tomorrow, sweets. 
<laughs> Sorry. But it's just like, not unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you're just not going to be yeah. able to lift that weight tomorrow. Facts. So, like, get it done today. You know, even if, God forbid, you do go out tonight, like, you still did the workout. That yeah. sounds horrible. I'm so sorry. But we feel you, though. <laughs> it got dark. It got real dark on the Divine Glow I'm podcast there a second, sorry. but it's cool. I'm, I'm sorry. But it's <laughs> it's real. It's just real. I'm just saying. But, you know, yeah. don't wait until tomorrow. That's that's the thing. But yeah. thank you so much, Keys, for the advice. Okay. Um, how can the audience connect with you? Drop your socials. Yeah, I mean, you can pr- primarily find me on Instagram. Um, Instagram is keys to the game with a Z because, uh, you know, the S was taken. Um, <laughs> and that like goes across all platforms. Um, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. That's using my 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 government name, uh, Kareem Guy, common spelling, G-U-I. I had some people be like, how do you spell guy? Is it with an I? No, no, it's we. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Kareem guy on LinkedIn. Um, that's that's really it. That's really. I try oh. to keep it synonymous everywhere. You know. Yeah. Well, consistency is key. So. Yeah. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thank you guys for tuning in for another amazing episode of Your Divine Glow Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and all the gems that Keys had dropped today. I'm truly grateful for each and every one of you listening. Um, I will catch you in the next episode. I promise, I promise I will come back with some more solo episodes that is on my list for this year. Um, because crazy I love with the collabs. Listen, guess <laughs> I love you guests, but <laughs> I have to challenge myself. You know, yeah. I feel more comfortable with the guests, but you know, we got, we have to challenge ourselves a little bit more and drop these solo episodes. Yeah. So yeah. I will catch you guys in the next episode. But until next time, continue to let your divine glow shine, babies. Catch y'all later. If you're feeling inspired by today's episode and you're ready to transition from an unfulfilling nine-to-five job to purpose-driven entrepreneurship through powerful mindset shifts and spiritual alignment, I'm here to guide you as the Divine Glow Coach. I'm here to offer you a complimentary exploration call. Simply visit the link in the show notes to schedule yours today. During this conversation, we'll connect, uncover your unique path, and explore how Divine Glow Coaching can empower your journey. This is your chance to elevate your business and mindset. I'm genuinely excited to have a conversation with you and support you on your incredible journey of transformation.